1: This is the second season of A New World Order, and I am Zane C. Webber, Chancellor of the National Council of zane Australia. here with my colleagues from across the virtual seas. I'm Sebastian,
2: your people's champion, the underdog from the underground, from the United States of Sepmerica America.
3: Mm. You are indeed from the underground, in your, in your bunker, immense right? <laughs> government... Secret hidden bunker. This is why I looked at one and said, Ha, huh, that's
2: funny for two reasons. Because it makes sense. sense. It's actually quite
3: Oh, relevant. like an actual joke. An yeah. actual joke, yeah. yeah. Although it does highlight you as a coward. But I'm, well, I'm- It's true. Not the greatest PR, though. No, that's fine. <laughs> and I'm, of course, Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. Glad to be back with absolutely no emergencies and nothing out of the
2: ordinary <laughs> happening whatsoever. <laughs> Although Fox did try and cancel us, I will say that did happen.
1: <laughs> but luckily, <laughs> they never picked us up in the first place, <laughs> yeah, so, so they don't have a say. So season two
2: has come through with no issues whatsoever.
1: <laughs> Wonderful news. So we did get an ominous gypsy warning at the end of season one. Yeah,
3: I dismiss it with the batting of my hand.
2: Who has gypsies roaming their country? Who's I, afraid? Okay, of gypsies? literally, I do. I think. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have
1: a gypsy in camp. I'm pretty, pretty sure, I'm sure, sure you you gave them government funding.
2: <laughs> yeah, I gave them land so they could grow their gypsy children free range style. Mm. I think
3: we I think we mm. shuttled them all into very discreet ghettos. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not guess- killing them,
2: and they're not camps. It's fine. <laughs> Like it's just just living quarters, f- f- roaming the countryside. In my case, I believe in some old factorial land. Like I think there's a couple of like dilapidated buildings, but that's hey, that's free cover. Speaking
1: of gypsies <laughs> one has just delivered me a letter. Ah uh, yes. And it says, Dear Chancellor Zane C. Weber, beware the oncoming zombie outbreak. A zombie outbreak?
2: This would happen to Zayn in Australia, given all their, like, fuckery with technology and medicine, right?
3: They have been screwing around and tinkering with the genetic
1: code, yes. I think
2: the real issue is, are they going to get zombie velociraptors?
3: Mm -hmm.
1: Well, this actually affects us all because, (laughs) you know, all that foreign aid that we've been giving out? Unintentionally I- contaminated, I guess. No. <laughs> so, what? as recipients of uh, foreign aid, both. Andrew Are you Napoleon, saying there's a
3: zombie outbreak? Zane?
1: there's a zombie outbreak, and that is how we're starting season two. We have a zombie outbreak to deal with. We're going to try and deal with it the best way we can, <laughs> with our uh, uh, the, the with the, the dilemmas that nation states gives us. So I I guess we just need to figure out amongst ourselves what kind of zombies we're dealing with. Are we dealing with- Running zombies. So we're dealing with uh, World War Z zombies?
2: Those felt like the more like pressing threat. If you go Romero zombies, like, if I can outwalk them with a limp, yeah. I mean, like, they my people will un- be fine. They are the
3: undead, though.
2: The World War Z ones?
3: No, no, all zombies. They're undead. Yeah. They're, they're rotting flesh, but- mobile and conscious to a, to a degree. Yes. So I'm, I, never, I never bought into the fact that they would scurry around very quickly.
1: I sort of like the fact that they're
3: very – No, but they're slow and, and moving. They're constantly moving towards you.
1: So then, you can – Well, you can, then there is the, I think, 28 days later. I was going to
2: raise this, but I'm, I'm going to save us both a big headache of letters. Okay. No, they're not zombies. But they could be zombies in this example. Well, but they're not zombies. Don't write to us
1: until they actually die. They're really fast and violent, and then after they die, they be- get the slower, inexorable. <laughs> in the Walking
2: Dead series, are the zombies fast? I don't. They think- can run. Yeah, they can. Okay, I just, it's been so long since I gave up on that show. Like I'm going to give up on your nations. Good luck, guys. Come on, uh, Seb, solidarity. No, it's like outrunning a bear. I, I don't, don't know. Andrew Polly has a the bear. pretty <laughs>
1: stringent military and police force. Yeah, We're very I'm, well stocked with bullets.
2: I've slapped the big red button and my buildings are all submerging into the ground. So. Yeah,
1: but how many zombies are in those buildings? It doesn't do you
2: any good if you're already Why contaminated. my like, government employees taking all this foreign aid and getting sick? Okay, some if anybody's going to take foreign corona aid, issues. <laughs> it's going to be a government agency.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> Zane Australia has a very... That's the enthusiastic foreign aid policy, <laughs> Um
2: firing it out of cannons it, into all the countries. Well, we're and forcing Poli it just on. Keeps on taking we'll go, we're <laughs> forcing on Andropoli
1: because they they physically resist any any aid. But uh, yeah, so I guess we're dealing with with zombies that start out violent and virulent, and then become more docile. become the more inexorable horde. Okay, so
3: like Walking Dead, where they actually you know, do decay as yep. time goes on One right. so
1: it will pass in time perhaps in five episodes well yes. I have <laughs> the
3: perfect issue and because I so rarely do it I would like to go first
1: by all means
3: the white man's burden albinos born with an absence of pigment in their eyes, skin or hair, suffer a lot of medical problems as a result of their condition. Additionally, they can often face multiple forms of discrimination and some even believe that their bodies possess extraordinary health benefits and magic powers. Mm. (laughs) Following a brutal attack... Sounds scientific. (laughs) Following a brutal attack on an albinistic teenager, which left him armless and disfigured. Aww. Perhaps the cause of the zombie apocalypse?
1: Maybe. You have been urged I, I to guess.
3: address their persecution.
1: Wait, so is it the official stance of Andropolia that albinos cause zombieism? I'm saying maybe the timing
3: <laughs> is incredibly
1: coincidental. <laughs> or maybe they're immune and that's why the zombies <laughs> are attacking them.
3: One would be a fool to dismiss it without investigating a causal <laughs> link. The answer to the zombie apocalypse may be here and All it right. may force me to do something that I really don't want to do. <laughs> Spend money? (laughs) 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 Decapitations, infanticides, kidnappings and amputations. It's beyond the pale, weeps Natalie Fernandez, mother of now hospitalised victim of the attack. These are the dangers that albinos face every day. This must end. It should be illegal for anyone to discriminate against albinos, and that includes the media. In fact... Make it easier to be an albino in Andropolia. Give them free eye care, police protection, welfare support, and a lifetime supply of sunscreen.
2: Yeah, some extra police during the zombie apocalypse would be a great thing, but specifically for these one group of people. (laughs) Now hold on, Seb.
1: Now hold on. I mean, it is illegal to cut off people's arms, right? Yes, and these People's arms. I'm sure sure we'll be
3: prosecuted. (laughs) However, while an increase in police may not be a bad idea, these are albinos.
1: Mm, creepy
3: and w- creepy. Not only creepy, but white. And what do we know about zombies? Generally,
2: pretty pale, right? If
3: I people, I them
1: as like green.
2: If the zombies in Game of Thrones are literally called White Walkers,
3: eh, it is cold though. Well, whatever the case, I've always <laughs> I've always seen 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 zombies as sort of more paler things. The point is, they're freaks. They're a little bit odd. Mm. From they're not mm. flesh coloured. So we should definitely discriminate protecting them and giving them food.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: while,
3: while, while while Andropolia is sternly against welfare of any kind, it's um, definitely against definitely welfare against welfare of zombies. continuing the, the, the zombie sort of aid.
2: Hear me out, though. You've seen Shaun of the Dead, right? I have indeed. At, what, at the very end of that film, when the government retakes control of the zombie population, what do they do? They domesticate the zombies. Yeah, they don't cure it.
3: They just chain they them domesticate. up.
2: domesticate. I'm saying, like, you're jumping ahead here to the, the third act, and you're like, oh.
3: Problem solved.
1: Preemptively solving the
3: problem. Nick (laughs) Nick Frost, as a zombie, is chained up in in Sean's uh, uh, backyard shed there. It's not a
2: perfect system. He
3: still tries to take a chunk out (laughs) of him. And Sean plays it off as, oh, you know, a little bit of of a zombie whimsy. Everything's fine. But he's chained him up. Well, I mean, he's like, an animal. He's not an idiot. I'm mean, no sorry, long, Sean's not
2: a complete idiot. Once I mean. you
3: go zombie, you stop being human, you don't have any rights, and maybe... And maybe, maybe albinos sacri- are zombies. Maybe sacrificing a few albinos is not going to uh, to end badly for us. So if people mistake option? albinos, let's read on. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a black and white issue, and skin-deep solutions won't tackle the root causes, declares Matilda Martinez, another Latin... Uh, Latin name, a spicy, spicy Spanish name, a divisive atheist demagogue. Ignorance and superstition are to blame for all this, so let's stamp them out. Raise awareness about the albinism, about what albinism is and isn't. Teach people that albinos are real Andropolians, just like you and me. We must erase this absurd, primitive thinking that drives these attacks. Teach rationality. Teach science. Teach atheism. Mm. Now, a response, a response to to a zombie attack of. Educating everybody on what exactly on what they is are. What is a zombie
1: and what isn't a zombie?
3: I don't think that would be a silly way of going it's about it. Very
1: starship troopers. Yeah. Like, here is an alien. Here is how you kill an alien. Well,
3: it, it, it's basically a public service announcement for this is an albino. They are good. This is a zombie. Identify the zombie this way. And. <laughs> Remove the head. As much as <laughs> the difference. As
2: much as I love this, I have to think of like how much of your infrastructure stays in place. Like there's a zombie apocalypse happening, but the kids are still in school. Well, yeah. Like, is, is it a practical well, leap to make that they will receive the education given the circumstances?
3: Well, I would assume, you know, Orwellian style, this would be blasted through the yeah, streets. Broadcast. Oh, with, yeah, this is with speakers and, <laughs> and, and, and banners. I mean, this is an apocalypse. We yeah. have to we have to deal with it. Yeah, make a good point, pointer. You know? it's not going to be we're not going to you know send out you know, contracts to the publishers for who can who can satisfy the demand for textbooks <laughs> over the next 6 months <laughs> we are going to be printing like crazy <laughs> all right so that one's not actually bad and completely within anthropolin ideals mm-hmm. to, sort
1: of to, sort, of. sort kind of a little bit education. of money
3: a little bit of money but public awareness in this case and it it's an emergency is also
1: a little bit of for policing a little bit of teach atheism <sighs> yeah Yeah, I don't like that part Mm. Mm. Those last two words It's always the last two Typical nation states
3: Maybe we'll find another answer There are two more Albinoes definitely possess magics beyond this realm Bellows the self-proclaimed witch of the wilds Whose person is adorned with amulets Made of albino body parts Mm. Trust me I'm also a doctor The hair of an albino is cure for many afflictions Including blindness, cancer And brain freezes The tears of an orphaned albino child will remedy a broken heart. Oh no! Therefore, the government kill their parents. (laughs) The government must support my endeavour to bring the gifts of the albino to all in Andropolia by setting up albino hunting guilds and farms. The nation can even benefit by sacrificing an albino every now and again for victory in a war or bountiful harvest.
1: All right. So you're going to kill the albinos to beat. The zombies.
3: Keep in mind this is a response with this blanket of of of, of, of zombies coming over us. Zombies and albinos kind of look the same. If you mistake one for the other, isn't really that
1: bad. <laughs> also, we were warned by a gypsy, so maybe maybe the witch of the wilds.
3: I did dismiss her, and I think I owe you like seventy trillion amples or something. A a bit, a fair yeah. bit. Yeah, a fair bit. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's all right. We'll the take, exchange we'll, rate's only like five, five, five roubles. So that's
3: all right. We'll, we'll, we'll take it out of all the albinos' jewelry and other hoardings, and another, another <laughs> hoarding, uh, no. so we'll melt them down very nicely. Make some nice wigs. <laughs> so I preferred
2: option two so far. which yeah, just public ob- education.
3: No, option, option, option two is quite Maybe a good. You line. don't want to sacrifice <laughs> the albinos. Listen,
2: these are trying, trying times. It's a close second. Seb
3: gets it. Seb gets it. This is an extreme situation. It's not the
2: option you want to take, but it might be the one you have to take. Have to take for survival. This is about survival. I say this having read ahead (laughs) in my own issue and knowing these same words. I'm going to have to try and justify it, you guys. guys, (laughs) I know what I have to do. It's not what I want to do.
3: Well, so far, option two is certainly the most um, realistic, I think, uh, as far as an approach. Yeah. It, it it changes very little on how people already work. It's simply, excuse me, educating them on the situation, focusing on albinos yeah, as well. Yeah. Maybe take all that anger towards albinos and focus it more on the zombies. Well, yeah, which a- could, and
1: again, like if you just think that the zombies are other albinos, like then you want to sacrifice them, kill them to get all the benefits.
3: Well, that's why the third option is not the hunting insane, yeah. mm. but certainly not preferable. There is a better option, which... <laughs> I think we'll do. But uh, the last one, rounding them out. Within the Ashen Ones, the spirit of the divine dwells, proclaims Stefan Smith, Grand High Poobar of the Order of the Violet. Their eyes, the windows to the soul, reveal this to be truth. One observes the lavender ghost of the great mistress Violet typing within, her presence on earth made physical. That is why the rest of their bodies lack any colour. The whole existence of the albino is devoted to housing the holy. It is written... They must be revered. Pay tribute to our albino masters, most supreme magnificent overlord, and lay your nation's riches at their feet. Hmm. Again, not on board with the violets, with with a cult of the violets in the first place. And if they the albinos are to be mistaken for zombies, giving them resources would yeah. not be a good idea. Yeah, way no, to definitely we them.
1: should hunt all the albinos. Oh, sorry. Andropolian should hunt all the empire
3: miners. You know what? All of you Andropolia haters out there, including some at this very table.
1: I, I'm not. I don't hate Andropolia. I, I who, kind of. I'm amused by them.
3: Who insist that Andropolia is stuck in some
2: medieval backwater? No, no. They had religion to keep them in, line <laughs> in Medieval times
3: <laughs> would like it's me to the exercise. The church was very strong. <laughs> would like me to exercise the sacrificial option and no. Would, I don't want I mean, you to do I that. know you
2: don't seriously. Yeah. <laughs> you might I mean I, if you did I would be like your hands were tied but <laughs> I'm really for option 2 here.
1: I think I think Zane Australia's just hedging their bets like you know even evenly spread across the, the second and third options. In 5 weeks
2: time <laughs> when the zombies are potentially gone and the UN is weighing up our war crimes I just want you <laughs> to have committed more war crimes than me. <laughs>
3: Up that big book of war crimes. <laughs> yeah, totally. Add a few entries. Uh, Andropolia is teaching science, teaching atheism.
2: Oh no, that sounds like it's a government edict on education.
3: <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and religion. Oh, but Come we're on. dealing with zombies, one step at a time. Come on, this is reality. <laughs> Religious bigotry is not allowed, but bigotry against theism is encouraged. Mm. The Andropolia mm. Sentinel reports Andropolia wins international attention, the good kind. Ooh. Tourism industry braces for influx. Apparently, people like seeing the dystopian hellhole that Andropolia is fighting through. Good <laughs> <laughs> demonstration ends in reasonable discussion. Oh, Handshakes. that's a nice that's a new one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. And teens build working deep space exploration rocket. That's Andropolia they need to get out. is on. Yeah, well, also not an awful thing. Oh no. Public education up 149%. <laughs> oh, that's a whole 149 more than you wanted. This is awful. Government size up 8%, but okay, if somebody has to deal with the emergency, and may as well. Safety up 8%. Intelligence up 5 Scientific advancement up 5 And taxation up uh,
0: 2%. They're all
1: up. Well, look. Acceptable.
3: Not happy with the public education. But or in context, size, or government or size, tax. but in context to yeah. deal with a situation, I think they're perfectly acceptable. Yeah. And given our already low public education, the increase, while a huge proportion, not that big on the surface. As far as negatives, crime is down two percent, or the downtrends I should say, religiousness down three percent, and weaponization down six percent. So oh, no. uh, am I to interpret that as we're fighting less against each other?
1: I think maybe you're just because
3: it, I mean this is just focusing on the albino issue. Yeah. So if people are fighting less against the albinos, albinos. they're fighting more against the zombies. How many free albinos region?
1: did you have? <laughs>
0: <Enough> <laughs> like six
3: percent of your weapons worth enough to warrant a six percent reduction in in, <laughs> in the in the resources targeted towards the re- genes. <laughs> but I think that's not only positive for albinoism. Yeah. Uh, it's also a step in the right direction against the zombie apocalypse. Andropolia, hurrah!
2: Well, while you've taken a positive step, allow me to take a even more positive <laughs> drive. <laughs> oh, oh, that's the that's the next that's the progression, right? Um, my issue is called markets crash. On a busy Saturday morning, a minicab driver took a shortcut through a crowded market street. After skidding on some banana peels, he lost control and crashed through a dozen fruit and vegetable stalls, narrowly avoiding injuring anyone. Pedestrians are donning full body armor, and Seb Americans are beginning to accept that reckless driving and speeding in the inner city may just be another fact of life.
3: Hmm. He was just doing what he wanted, Seb.
2: He sure was, but what size
1: for <laughs> those bananas. Uh,
2: Seb American produce is ridiculous. <laughs> Can we just clarify that um, doing what you want fine as long as you're not harming anyone he by doing it. <laughs> he, he avoided, exactly. he avoided but, hurting anybody. So, what's the problem, Seb? Technically, no problem, but this raises <laughs> the issue that someone could potentially next time create a problem.
1: But you Some- know whoever. Walks on the streets. Zombies do. The dead. <laughs> <laughs> now, <That's> apparently. <laughs> going to get me to
2: one of the uh, big problems I'm going to have here. Uh, the roads themselves are letting drivers get away with high speeds, says Kendall Ruiz, a market stall holder, wiping pulped tomato from her face. We need traffic calming measures on our city streets. Chicanes, speed bumps, curb extensions, median uh, diverts and speed cameras slow down to save lives added a reasonable request however zombies so yeah, if, you, if
1: you save so lives, lives you save zombie lives yeah but- you're not killing zombies if you're driving slowly
2: <laughs> that makes as much sense as putting a spike on a steering wheel to get people to drive more carefully shouts eugene Hausman, a junior town planner Uh, heaving a hefty box of documents onto your desk. According to these studies by the Minister of Transport itself, so-called traffic calming measures actually increase accidents. Instead, we need to allow high speeds to be safe. That is remove blind spots and rebuild the city to allow for wide, straight roads. It's the evidence-based approach. Once again, kind of reasonable? Yeah, very reasonable.
3: And while we could never...
1: Rebuilding your entire city (laughs) is reasonable. (laughs)
2: Making it more efficient. That's the German thing to do. Right? Rebuilding <laughs> and during on. a zombie
1: apocalypse. <laughs> no, no, no. If
3: you've got plans to rebuild, you're not going to care how many buildings you have to ah, get rid of true. Yeah. in the meantime to deal with the zombies. That's actually quite a quite
1: a good option yeah, all you around. you should just collapse all your big buildings onto the zombie <laughs> hordes.
2: Uh, I've actually misread. No, oh. not that one. I... The third, the third option was what I thought I was going to end up going with, and turns out it's opposite of what I thought it was. So I'll read it and I'll tell you what I thought it was.
1: Okay.
3: Number two is good for just very quickly for 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 a couple of reasons. While you could never test um, that uh, implementing safety measures actually decreases safety, what has been found <clears throat> wherever it's been tested is that removing safety features by making drivers um, have to be more uh, more alert mm-hmm. and and actively increasing their discomfort has actually reduced the number of fatalities and incidents on on the road. So you forced them
2: to
0: be more attentive.
3: Well, um, I remember one episode of QI they were talking about a particular...
0: Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST.
3: Road in Sweden, which, you know, roads in Sweden often end in a cliff face. And so, on on a particular road, they installed as some sort of guard guard railing to protect against you know people having accidents. The guardrail being there actually increased the number of um, uh, accidents and and collisions into because it. Because
1: people thought there was because people
3: switched off. They they, they thought they were safe. God, it's,
2: people are amazing, aren't it's, they? It's, it's, In all the wrong ways. But.
3: <laughs> it's it's the same reason wherever you have an intersection where it has been tried, where traffic lights have been turned off or removed completely. The number of incidents on that intersection have gone down because people all of a sudden stop mm. you know seeing the green light and just assuming everything's safe. They actually take the time to assess the situation well,
2: there's another one I forget the the time on it, but it's like the most accidents happen when someone's within like five or ten minutes from their home and absolutely. Are, yes look, absolutely that's, they're on a very right. comfortable place where they do the same drive every single day multiple times exactly right, and they're just not paying attention yeah so and I then, mean
1: traffic lights aren't really there for safety they're there for order and and uh getting but pe- you
3: don't need it if you allow people to spontaneously order themselves.
1: Yeah, well I, I mean I've been to I I've seen I've seen those uh those uh intersections in Thailand where there's, there's Actually, no control. I will <laughs> say it's, though it's not it's not like something I would like to drive but in. What are you
2: comparing it to No on the on the, the Asian area where we're looking at the more like not like not like the more um how do I put this and not get letters. <laughs> <laughs> not the, the 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 less structured uh, Asian environment. So we're not we're not talking yeah. Japan here, for example, um, or, or Singapore. I've, I don't have the numbers on me, but I do remember reading that the accident amounts were actually lower than yeah. certain Western yeah, that's societies. True. Oh, Even that's, though that's you look true at it, and it's fucked. But wh- it's- while
1: they're they're disordered, they're going slower. Yep, and they're paying lots of attention because. But that's the thing, like traffic lights are there to make sure that people can keep going quickly. Exactly. Yep. And and so they commute, cut commute time.
3: So perhaps in adopting that, your citizens would then just have a natural tendency to be more cautious, to be more aware of their surroundings. Oh, zombie.
2: But it is also widening like the Italy. streets. <laughs> it's widening the streets, which even though I love this option.
3: Really good for artillery. Really that's bad for I'm-
2: bottlenecking.
3: For bottlenecking
2: the zombies, uh, so not- now they have more air- so area that they can come across, and than your force cannons them. can obliterate them more easily. Uh, your cannons or Napoleon- firing rotating saws.
3: Napoleon <laughs> redesigned the streets of Paris into wide boulevards so that if there were any protests, he could more oh, easily fire. What artillery an amazing douchebag! The- <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Also good for zombies. If people can be killed by
2: it, zombies can be killed by it. Okay. Option three. This is the one that I misread. Hmm. Actually, can we think more on that steering wheel spike thing? See, <laughs> see, I read steering wheel spike as wheel spike, thinking like oh, we should yeah. we should mad max our cars up so pedestrians oh, nice. are more yeah, 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 and I was course. like, I don't want to do this, but you know what? Making cars more dangerous is good for zombies. No, this is making the car more dangerous for the driver. <laughs> Um, asks a familiar looking cyclist with an irritant expression deliberately bashing your shins with his crutches you should make it so that all cars must have this and you'll end up with more careful motorists whether it's by operant conditioning or by natural selection now that's what I call science so no now that we've changed to the steering wheel spike it's no longer on the table because that does not help the issue that's just causing more casualties and you know what casualties are? less soldiers when I need them the this zombies. is true
1: also this more true. zombies uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Depending Absolutely. on the
2: style of zombies, if these are the ones that then they die, they come right back. Yeah. That's a problem. If it's by infection, then there's a different issue, but yes.
3: If it was wheel spikes, I would
2: have gone with that one because it's.
3: And uh, mandate that every car have them fitted.
2: Yep, because people know to keep away from the cars, but the zombies but will that not. It
3: goes against. The sub-American ideals of but do, do what you want,
2: but zombies. That's why I don't want to do it. <laughs> but letting people arm their cars, Seb. When you violate your principles,
3: I like Andrew
1: Polia with yeah. his public education up one hundred forty-nine percent. No, the government is addressing I a very a... <laughs> serious
3: nationwide emergency. <laughs> I have two these more are emergency steps.
2: I have two more suggestions. Oh,
3: and geez. the education is focused on identifying <laughs> albinos. <laughs> And zombies. And promoting
2: atheism. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you just pedestrianise a big chunk of the city centre, suggests tourist Peter Alvarez, adjusting his anti-smog face mask. It'll make the whole area much prettier, quieter and cleaner and let you show off the beautiful heart of the city. But if I'm getting rid of roads in the city, it also makes it harder to roll tanks through to destroy the zombies that are now destroying everyone.
3: Eh, eh, Possibly, but a good flamethrower can Mm. replace a tank quite effectively.
2: I'm curious as well, if I did this option, would that mean emergency services may have a more difficult time getting into the area? Are we removing the roads or are we just banning cars from using the roads?
3: I think you're banning cars and sort of rolling out more, more areas where yeah. pedestrians can walk freely without having to you'd You'd still be able to have plenty of space to drive an ambulance down. Yeah. Although it may have to you know, slow down a bit and if there's a crowd. And you can always
1: get those... Uh, Retractable pylons. You're so oh yeah, of course. So fond of things that sink into the ground. It's amazing. <laughs> um, option
2: five. Oh wow. Option five or one four or whatever, the last option is the option any day I would take. Okay, okay. but yes, they didn't have zombies. Um, or better still, why don't you just take your hands off the steering wheel and let folk drive as we please? Asks patient commuter Carol um Carl Carlos Phillips, wiping a suspicious red brown stain off his front. Friender. Typical nanny state trying to tell me how to drive. Get out of the way, government.
1: I mean, that's kind of like if people want to use their cars to kill zombies, you should let them. Yeah. And, and if some of those zombies happen to be real people, well, collateral, collateral damage. damage. <laughs>
2: so that option's good. Um, I do like the one about redesigning my city because I love spending me some money, but also... <laughs> It just makes sense. We're under attack. Let's redesign as we go. Like, there are benefits to doing this yeah, for like personal
1: safety. Demolishing buildings yeah. onto the horde.
2: Or the f- r- building new buildings that are more fortified well, for both. these kinds of attacks. <laughs> you
1: collapse one, build another. Yeah, like exactly. you constantly collapse replace. Because that exactly. <laughs> so that's how f- buildings
3: work. <laughs> the fifth <laughs> one is right for Sub-America.
2: Yes, but the other one's not bad. The other one's not restrictive. It's making it easier for them to yeah. do more things. It's just putting infrastructure behind it.
3: Yeah, but but reaffirming that yes, people are welcome to do whatever they like and deal with the consequences.
2: It yeah. is it's a tough one for me, only because they're so they both work really well. Like one is yeah. giving people more space to breathe by opening the roads up for them, and yeah. the other one is being like just do whatever with you want with the current infrastructure. I don't care. So it's whether I, yeah, um, I'm, oh, it's tough. <laughs> yeah. I think. Option five or option four, whatever the last one was. Typical Sub-American Day, best option. Yes. I feel like because I have to keep one eye on my people and the other eye on the zombie horde, a city redesign, as ridiculous as it is for this issue, might be the best option to deal with the threat. Very and you interesting.
1: And refresh all those pneumatics that are aging.
3: So the Sub American
1: You sink them into the ground, right? Oh, of
3: <laughs> so the Sub-American zombie offensive plan is basically to set traps in buildings and then collapse them. And with then build massive new detonations.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's to focus on <laughs> <laughs> new safer buildings, and, and then
3: in their place erect. And you, you said yourself, Newer concrete pylons buildings. as a testament to submerica safety bunker
2: system. <laughs> Breaking news: historic buildings are now being demolished to allow for road widening in city area. I've never been a, like sentimental for fucking heritage listing <laughs> though. Uh, I got the banner Submerica on Rails. It's a
1: pretty train oh, picture. Look at that! Aww, guys. you got a train. Yep. That'll take take care of some zombies. Mm.
2: Uh, Trending issues. Social groups welcome rising income equality. Mining industry sees blue skies ahead. Sub-America wins the good kind of international attention. Yes. Economic growth exceeds forecast. Interesting. Okay. Law enforcement, which is is a good one for the zombies, up 100%.
3: Oh, so you've got he, he, he's, he's gone yeah. into a full time shift now instead yeah, of
2: <laughs> <laughs> public transport up forty nine percent, health thirty one percent. Then it patters off, and I get uh, by business subsidisation and wood shipping up six percent. So nothing major there. As for the downs, interesting again, two major ones, and the rest are you know six and below. But down twenty five percent, beverage sales. Whoa, people are less drunk and they're more alert. Of the nice. zombies, nice. so I'll take that. <laughs> and the pizza industry, the pizza delivery industry, is down, which I'm just going to assume is because they, they all got they all got killed. <laughs> yep, they yeah. were carrying food, they were on scooters, <laughs> they didn't stand a chance, and they're gone. Fifteen percent of them. Well,
3: that's all all, I'm not too. there's are some huge moves for yeah. America.
2: I'm just trying to look at my law enforcement to see and
3: good ones too to deal with the crisis.
2: Yeah, because my, my law enforcement took a major drop. Well, we'll talk about the end of the episode, I guess, but my, it's nice to see my law enforcement existing. Mm. <laughs> but yeah.
1: Zane. All right. Well, unlike you two schmucks who are <laughs> focused only on your own nations, Australia has planned a security summit.
3: Ugh. <sighs> Of course they have, yeah. Roll out the buffet.
1: (laughs) After Zane Australia agreed to host the annual Organisation of Really Dominant Economic Regimes, (laughs) or or Order Summit, opposition parties have slammed the government for planning to spend over a billion frugals on security alone. They are demanding an explanation, and my one-word explanation is zombies. (laughs) (laughs) Yep.
2: Strong move.
1: Your press secretary, or my press secretary, speaks on my behalf at a press conference. In times of terror and uncertainty, it is imperative that we take all necessary precautions. After all, St. Australia is playing host to the world and has an obligation to provide top-notch security. A small tax hike to keep us and our allies safe is absolutely worth it. After all, these summits always bring out dangerous anarchists. If we don't arm our police for the worst, a world leader could get shot. Quite right. Not only anarchists, <laughs> but also protecting against the oncoming yeah, zombie horde.
3: That makes perfect sense
1: because it's a a number of world leaders. Option number two: a billion frugals on security. Outrageous! Exclaims seasoned and radical protester Oswald Connery, while recovering from the effects of pepper spray. No previous host spent nearly that much. This summit is about strengthening the economy. How does blowing a billion frugals on this improve the economy? It doesn't. That money's better spent on us, the people. Our tax money should be going to teaching our children better math skills, not buying another taser in mm. in a in a regular day. <laughs> Zane Australia would probably go for that, <laughs> because Zane Australia is a very safe nation, uh, and not Many protests, uh, yes, that money would usually go to education. Yep. But at the moment, I'm leaning towards number one for obvious <laughs> reasons. Option number three. What if I told you that you could still have this summit without spending billions or starting riots? Well, oh, advertisements. S- states my IT repair woman, Velma Kennedy, as she reboots my laptop. Why not use a video chat software to connect with other world leaders? Just find a secure place with a really stable internet connection and voila. It may not make a good photo op, but you'll still be able to discuss policy with every other world leader and it won't cost a cent.
3: It's true. And with fewer planes arriving in Zane, Australia, the zombies, as we all know, are attracted to loud noises.
2: But... Let's not discount the benefit for the population of the world seeing all their leaders safely in one spot,
1: giving like a sign of everything's and not as bad as it seems. also true. It's a good PR And also start. having them all in one place makes them easier to protect.
2: Well, uh, the assumption is, though, if I stayed in my nation, Andrew stayed in his nation, you stayed in your nation, there's less risk because we can stay in a place that we are secure rather than being moved to an airport to then move somewhere else. So we can be secure... Because our daily rituals Ass- aren't assuming, being interrupted.
1: Assuming that these nations have the infrastructure, or whatever, to secure their own safety,
2: which none of you guys have underground government bunkers. So I'm, I'm have, concerned for both. I
3: every- trained
1: dinosaurs.
2: <laughs> yeah, America. and then one of them gets bit, and you've got <laughs> it's zombie T. Rex, zombie virus. Is Not it though- a dinosaur zombie virus? <laughs> the numbers aren't back on that issue yet, Zane. <laughs> The numbers definitely are.
1: It's (laughs) America. I'm not going to admit that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I I am torn between one and three um, because I think showing that there's a lot of cooperation and making it very visible, and also being able to basically pool resources, protect all these major major nation heads, um, and while still having. an up and running uh IT infrastructure there's no reason that they would be any less restricted by, by being physically elsewhere
3: that's true uh, as a as a um i don't know proposal for the for the IT option for the mm-hmm. for the webcam option um there may be some resentment if the rest of your population is facing this zombie apocalypse. And they run away. The bureaucrats are all very safely hidden in this palace behind many, many guns, (laughs) while the rest of the population is kind of fending for themselves. Well, I
1: think this might also be a good way for Zane Australia to spend a bit more money on upping their their police equipment. Right. Because we have had very little of that. So you're going to use a
3: summit as an excuse to up your law enforcement.
1: Well, that is part of it, yeah. So basically better equip my police to protect everyone who's going to expand the here. police
3: yep. and using the summit as an excuse. That's a rather novel idea. I don't think that's ever been attempted before.
2: <laughs> Can I um devil's advocate here?
1: For maths? <laughs> I am
2: pro-math. No.
1: If this were I'm, a film. I know you. You're not pro-math.
2: If this were a film. How angry would you be at that moment you realize the entire UN gathered in one building right, during right, a zombie apocalypse? Right. You would be furious yes. <laughs> that they put all the world's leaders in one building because you know if this is a movie that just oh, one fucker with the virus
3: is in that the, room. It's not
1: the whole UN. Uh, Andrew Polio and Sam Merrick are uninvited. Hey, well, I'm just saying. Hey, <laughs> you, you're already here. But
2: I'm just, I'm saying. How furious of a, I a bad idea is that? Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Like if you can see yeah, it yeah. playing out in any narrative, that like, this is yeah. not. I mean, granted, maybe they'll get by okay.
1: I, but it was I a stupid say, risk. I view it more like World War Z, where they all gather on the aircraft carrier.
2: That's fine, but I thought you were hosting this nation. I thought the idea was you I can hosting. I can
1: host it on an aircraft carrier.
2: I think it's implied though you're hosting it on your soil though. Keep it cheap. Keep it decentralized. Keep it. Put it on the web. Hmm. Mm. I, I love the PR of having all the leaders together,
4: but eh, fuck, it's We're in a
2: horror movie right now, and we know how this bullshit ends. <laughs> yes, exactly even right. If they, even if they're on the, or even if they're on like different TV screens, we know some fucker's going to get like tackled by a zombie yep. and killed anyway. But it's better off one fucker dies than everyone. <laughs> exactly
1: right. All right, done. That's the typical Zane Australian option. It kind of, it kind of reassures me that it's just business as usual. Oh, excellent.
2: I well, was pretty much business as usual.
3: It, that's a very sub-American well. thing. Redesign yeah. the city yeah. to make things. Engine much room easier. of
1: economy mm. ticking over nicely. Diet conscious Australians turn from dairy to stab in dispute. <laughs> Incomes rising, economist says. Uh, so IT up 3.2%, scientific advancement up 1.3. Thank you, scientific advancement. That's what's gonna save us. <laughs> Average disposable income up 0.9. Employment up 0.2. Average income up 0.2. Intelligent up 0.15. Down. Law enforcement (laughs) down 100%. Whoa. Tax down. uh, Cheese industry down. uh, Welfare down 0.2. Manufacturing down 0.2. Government size down 1.8. Tourism down 0.1. And pacifism down 0.08.
3: Zane, not a good time to be slashing that police budget, my friend.
1: Uh, yeah, thanks Andrea. <laughs> uh, that, that's 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 great. Thank you for your I didn't your, uh... realize
3: that was a rider on this bill.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of implied, but you know, I I understand. Um <laughs> though I will say uh my technology will save me. That's uh, I'm, my intelligence is up. Average income and economic output is up. My employment okay. is up. So people okay. are getting, in, yep. getting into it, I guess. <laughs> um,
3: so, and making more webcams to show off yet more zombie
1: deaths. Yeah. Zombie yep. home videos. Zombie home videos. All right. Well, that was mine. So I guess the zombie invasion has begun. <laughs> and I'm summiting. And sending all
3: your police officers home. <laughs> Permanently,
1: yeah. Well, no, I'm just, I'm just getting rid of the pepper spray because <laughs> pepper spray does nothing. Uh, Said so America is rebuilding their cities.
2: Yep, so widening out the roads, fortifying some brand new
1: state of the art buildings. And nice. Andropolya is brainwashing their children. Uh, uh, yes, we're educating. highlighting
3: the areas, the vulnerable areas on the zombie bodies. Ripe for attack. And, and also differentiating, and also albinos. differentiating <laughs> that albinos are real people, not zombies, and you shouldn't hit them in their vulnerable areas. So it's difficult when you get a zombie the
1: tenets of religions around the world. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, good. I'm glad you were here for this. I'm glad this has happened. We will have a few more episodes of zombies uh, before we probably in resolve the background.
3: Andropolia is dealing with them. I'm satisfied with our response.
1: Yeah, all right. Let's see. Uh, So, (laughs) as always, I have been... Oh, no, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. And you can send us an email to newworldorder at gmail.com. And we have a Patreon page. Now, Patreon will serve a very special part of this second season as we will be doing the roundup, as in what happened and what Uh are the ongoing effects of each of these uh these disasters that strike us every every few episodes. Uh, and how we Patreon imagine episodes.
3: and how we imagine everything would have been
1: resolved. Yeah, and how we imagine our nations will change going forward. So yeah, patreon.com forward slash a new world order podcast and dollar a month is all you have to all we have to spend. Cheap. Cheap cheap. Super cheap. Well there are higher You're getting options. it for free. Come on. come on i have been zane c weber chancellor of the national council of zane australia twirling forever towards the future
2: i've been sebastian your people's champion the underdog from the underground is that what i went with this time (laughs) (laughs) you're on your own buddy (laughs) Uh, from the united states of sub america the best there is the best there was and the best there ever will be and I,
3: of course, have been Andrew Shosler, the most supreme, magnificent
2: overlord of everything
3: you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you all, carte blanche, sans plume.
1: Till next time, gentlemen, avoid the zombies.
2: James and Riley, how you going?
1: On oh, very well, thank you, Curtis. What's thank- up? Oh, mate, I'm just we're doing a promo now, right now for our new podcast. Oh, what's it called? It's called Unfeatured Articles. What do we do? What do we do? Thank you for asking, Riley. We look up every week the weirdest that Wikipedia has to offer. We dive into the comedic trenches of that website and find pure gold, baby, pure sexy gold. And we put it all
2: on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and wherever you find your podcast. So please. Find us on Facebook, etc. unfeatured articles.
1: But oh, that's not Count kind of productions podcast.